Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community, their culture, education, and events that they have going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that listeners will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And we are back from our Asian Heritage Month hiatus. Yay! Yeah, woohoo! I am Yin Tang, and I'm here with Johnny Wu. Hello, everybody. And Alex Alakan is visiting us once again. Hi, all. Greetings to everybody. Actually, Alex is not visiting once again. He will probably be permanently visiting here. Oh, really? Most of the time. I was going to say, he's our number one fan. But I guess uh, we've kind of incorporated him into our little crew here. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) A fan becoming part of, uh, you know, the process. All right. Well, how about taking us to visit your hometown of Manila? You know? We yeah, can, sure. We can do a live radio broadcast yes, from a restaurant, <laughs> from from a from, a, from, from a, a place where we'll be eating <laughs> restaurants. Yes, but um, you know, for a recap for those of you uh, of Asian Heritage Month, um, one of the biggest events was the Cleveland Asian Festival, and we had over thirty-eight thousand attendees this year. Our national act was Chessa Loretta from season two of The Voice. And if you didn't catch it, there's a couple of clips on YouTube. And um, Johnny, I believe that's Cleveland Asian Festival is the name of our YouTube account. I don't think it's there. I think it's with uh, clevelandpeople.com. Oh, it's with Cleveland People. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to actually put anything out there yet. Awesome. Or you can just uh, search Chessa at Cleveland Asian Festival 2013. Yes. So we've been doing this recording since uh, February, so that's almost like, what, four months now? Yeah, I know. We should should celebrate. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We need a uh, landmark celebration. It feels (laughs) like we've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. Well, we should probably, you know, uh, most of the time we never talk about who we are. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, why don't you tell us about who you are, what you're doing now? Well, sure thing. Um, I'm doing nothing. No, (laughs) I'm joking. Um, My name is Yen. I've uh, been a dance teacher, a classical Chinese dance teacher with the Cleveland Contemporary Chinese Culture Association located in Solon. I've been there for about 15 years and I recently branched off and started my own nonprofit um, dance school. And what uh, we're trying to do is get together like a production, um, kind of like a uh, like a dance theater sort of thing where you would have a story, a story that's either familiar to the public or um, a story that's easy to follow and uh, would introduce Chinese or other Asian stories to the public. And then, of course, we would have like a PowerPoint background explaining certain scenes so not everybody would be would be lost on, as to what's going on. And it's supposed to be entertaining and educational as well. And I will be opening a studio in Twinsburg and probably Solon as well. Um, so if you guys, uh, are interested in taking a dance class, you can look me up on yintangdance.com. Y-I-N-T-A-N-G-D-A-N-C-E.com. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's very exciting. I remember the time when you were very, very low oh, no. and running all over the places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The performers in me, um, uh, for anybody who knows me, I have a very, uh, the show must go on attitude and I'm not afraid to be mean about it. Right, Alex? <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that's correct. He was very driven and very determined. So, you know, um, when I was younger, I think I put off a lot of people. They're like, oh, I have this problem. I can't do this. I'm like, is your leg broken? They're like, no. I'm like, well, then you can go on stage. So, (laughs) 
But, um, but you know, I think just the performer side of me has driven me in a lot of different aspects of my life as well to make sure that you always hit your mark and to always make sure the show goes on, even if you have to adjust here or there, as long as the audience doesn't know, you know, as long as the show goes off without a hitch. That's To me, that's all that matters is hit your mark. So, hmm. But uh, enough about me. Johnny, what about yourself? I'm, I'm just myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I make movies, as you already know. I also do a lot of marketing, branding stuff. And also in my free time, uh, or most of my free time, I do the OCA Cl- Cleveland chapter and uh, Cleveland Asian Festival. I'm on board on tons of different organizations. I don't want to name them all because I can't remember all of them. <laughs> and obviously you can see next to you, there's a whole bunch of awards and yeah. proclamations and stuff. That's only like one third of what I have. The rest oh is God. at home in the boxes. How long have we been... Um or how long have you been involved with the uh, Cleveland community? When did you start really getting involved? About? Um, I think it's '87 when Francis Namkum asked me to perform martial art uh, uh, at the OCA event, hmm. and after that, I just got very much involved. So, are there still OCA events around Cleveland? Mm, not officially. We just piggybacking to all the different organiz- events uh, and organizations, hmm. such as like the Cleveland Asian Festival. You mm-hmm. know, we put all our resources and manpower to put it together. Um, we are having a new installation of officers this coming 2014. Cool. And we are looking forward to a very exciting new 2014 since I am retiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. He's thinking, yay, more free yeah. time. Yeah, you didn't hear any time. yay from me and Yin. What? Wait, what? <laughs> He's the only the one who's yay. Oh. No, no, no. I said yay. I said yay. I, I'm going to I'm gonna re- uh, resign and have a good t- relaxing time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 10 years of OCA and doing lots of community work. I think wow. there's a time for me to you know just sit back and say, I need to enjoy my life before I die and, and regret. We should uh, take him to Cafe Tandoor. <gasps> yes, yeah. Cafe Tandoor. Oh, yes. And have a private table for Johnny. Yeah. Johnny's retirement party. Yeah. I actually went there for my birthday. Really? And the owner came out and said, do you want a, a dessert? Because, you know, I can give you it for free. I said, no, we're already full. Your food is really, really good. So what's your favorite dish there? Uh, butter chicken. I like the cashew chicken. Cashew chicken? Yeah, That's I such like a the cashew dish. chicken. But, um, but yeah, I remember when we had our little um, Asia Town Voice yeah. get-together, Johnny yeah. was at home sick. And he was so yeah, mad. So... We'll have to take him there for his that retirement. That was a good thing. Well, you know, Kyle brought back home the food, oh, which is kind of good. I do oh, remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I and enjoyed it. For those of you listeners, um, Johnny is not sixty uh, or sixty-five, <laughs> whatever the retirement age. Yes, so. <laughs> sixty-two, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Alex, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, today, um, since it's our first time back from Asian Heritage Month, uh, we decided that since this is a WJCU, which is a um, a college radio station, we decided to ask in some college students to be on the radio because it seemed like it would be fitting, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. So what we have for you is uh, Apophysis, and they'll be here in a little bit. And um, they are a uh, Asian, diverse uh, hip-hop and contemporary uh, modern Asian dance group. Yes. And uh, they have been a staple in and around Cleveland. And they're made up of um, a whole bunch of kids from all across the greater Cleveland area. And they perform at a lot of the uh, downtown events, such as uh, Lunar New Year, Asia Plaza, Asian Town Center. Of course, the Cleveland Asian Festival, which was the first time they really put together a longer comprehensive performance. And a lot of these kids, you know, they're no longer in Cleveland going to school, but they're always happy to be back here every summer. So we're like, hey, why don't we get them on the radio and uh, 
we'll interview them. I'm actually surprised you actually got to be able to pull them together to come to the interview. I yeah, like, no, they're you know college students. They will be out of town and yeah, I heard no. they're spread out. No, they're they're those three are back this year. Um, one of them actually is a Cleveland State student. Okay, uh, one of them's in Boston. The other one, I believe, is at OSU. Hmm. One is in New York. I guess we'll find out later. No, yeah, the New York <laughs> one. I asked her to call in, but I don't think it'll be. I don't happening. think it'll work. So. so going back a little bit, don't want to offend Alex since we didn't ask him to to talk who he is. We don't care. No, well, I'm sorry. We, <laughs> I'm I was, I was happy that being asked. I was like for, being quiet. For every, anybody who's listening, we did have an interview with him before, so mm -hmm. he doesn't count now. He yeah. has a pop yes. in the background. He had an entire hour. Please to go to uh, Asia Town Voice archives, and you will see my interview there. <laughs> you mean listen? <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> but um, for those of the new listeners, uh, tell us a little bit about you and what you do and why you are here today. Oh, um, okay. Basically, I'm uh, information technology by trade, and uh, I have a strong sense of uh, media as a side hobby. Mm -hmm. I have a, a, a feeling or a... Uh, I just want to be involved with a lot of Asian um, activities in Cleveland because I feel that there's not a lot of Filipinos involved with it, and I want to be uh, involved, you know, just to have a say. And I think one of my um, mediums is media, like music, radio. As I DJ, I have a band, and I'm currently producing my own uh, webcast. So through those activities, I think I can reach out to other Filipinos and other Asians so that they may have someone that they can look up to and say that, hey, I can do that also. Maybe I can get involved as well. And I'm your unofficial manager, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think I only uh, booked you two gigs, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not the end. This is long term. So, so yeah. yeah. I'm probably probably the most relaxed manager. It's like, hey, by the way. <laughs> What's up? But, um, but yeah, tell us a little bit more about your band. Yeah, the band is uh, Tone Lockers. It's composed of... Uh, uh, me and bass, uh, another guy, uh, nap and guitar, and we have two vocalists. Um, normally, the way we look at the band is uh, me and nap are the founding members and mm -hmm. the foundation of the group because uh, we just find out that people are just busy. You know, the singers, mm -hmm. the vocalists are busy; they come in and out. Yeah. So it's possible that uh, there may, there may be other vocalists. Right now, nap and I are composing songs, so original uh, songs. So yeah. it's especially hard to. Um you know, uh, do something, especially when you have to have a day job. And then on uh, the weekends, right, you're right, a non-profit right. volunteering. Exactly. All these events are already going on. Exactly. But, um, but speaking of which, we decided to uh, talk a little bit about some of the uh, Asian holidays. Do you have any um, traditional holidays you celebrate in the Philippines besides the New Year? Uh, the traditional holidays are based on uh, church holidays, Christmas, mm -hmm. uh, something like that. So most Filipino holidays are based on church holidays. So nothing? Nothing, no no, no Lunar New Year as such. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. I'm thinking about it. Do we have really, do you really have anything that's uh, a holiday <laughs> that binds the whole country? Because in the Philippines, there's like things called fiesta. I think mm -hmm. you've heard this yeah, right a while Danny? ago. Yes. Yeah, it's a Spanish word for celebration. Each town in the Philippines, there's a fiesta. People, you know, spend a lot of money and invite strangers to eat. It's <laughs> fiesta, not siesta. Fiesta. I do enjoy Fiesta's siesta. Nap, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex actually almost had a siesta right in the uh, yeah. studio couch right here. Yeah, so if you're in the Philippines, you'll, you'll, you'll hear people, oh, it's fiesta time in our city, mm -hmm. and then they have that celebration. But as, as a nation in the Philippines, it's just Christmas is very important. Easter is not so important. Mm -hmm. But 
yeah. Well, you know, um, diverting away from the holidays real quick. Uh, thank you, by the way, for modeling at the Cleveland hey, Asian Festival. I enjoyed it. I think yeah. it was a hit, too. I think so. I was surprised. I mean, the. the he modeled? The, the, yeah, he did. I, Two uh, days. I, I did. I pulled him over and he wore his barong. And he had a kurta that he let Aaron borrow, but wow. Aaron was wearing shorts, so it looked like he wasn't wearing I, any I pants. I think the kurta was perfect for Aaron because he's tall. Yes, yes. When I wear that, it's almost to my feet. <laughs> but like for dress. Aaron, it's like on his knee, so it, it really it really worked out well. And, but the thing is, he wasn't expecting it. So next year, we're going to tell him to wear pants, yeah, not, not yeah. shorts. So <laughs> yeah. I think my friends are still talking about the uh, fashion show. Well, good. And, and I told them, hey, this is the first time we did it, and it will be much more bigger next year. And we actually have a name for it next year. It's called Colors of Asia. Oh, and yeah. actually, um, yeah. one of my students' mom, uh, Juan uh, Loy Powell, she actually came up with the name. So, no. shout out to her. But anyway, um, oh, coming back to your question, why I'm here? <laughs> Wait a minute. We I just want you don't care. All right, go ahead. But I just want to say that we actually had a Filipina uh, model this year, um, a traditional Filipino dress. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. had a model, um, and we're hoping to get her back next year. Me. She volunteered her that's own. Me. Do you know her? Yeah, that's Nap sister. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sweet. I'm going to be texting Nap. Like, I was hey. actually recruiting Nap and uh, her boyfriend to model the Barong Tagalog instead of me. But Nap doesn't do have it? a... I think he was busy that day. Oh. And her boyfriend doesn't have a Barong. Oh, well... He I have a Barong, though. Yeah. I got I got two, so... Tell, tell, tell them to come. I'll buy yeah, because I would rather them model yeah. because, you know, exposure. So, for those of you who didn't catch the fashion exhibition this year, we're going to do um, a bigger one next year. And we're going to feature Mung... Indian and a couple of more Korean hum- humble at our at our uh, fashion exhibition. Yeah, and that sound was Alex dropping his phone for those of you listeners who. <laughs> and I think there's a lot more. Uh, and, and he said that he's a technology go- technology expert. Look mm-hmm. at him dropping a phone. <laughs> but I think there's a lot more. There's a lot of Filipinos with different costumes. There's just not enough time mm-hmm. um, to contact them. But I think we have enough preparation for next year. So I'll start reaching out early to these people. Gotcha, and I appreciate it. Um, but back to what we're saying about holidays. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can actually talk too much about this, but there's talk um, from some nonprofit development organizations about possibly having little night market events, which we've interviewed Michael Fleming about um, on a previous episode. And uh, we just happened to meet, and uh, we talked a little bit about the possibility of actually making these in reality by next year. And some of the ideas were to center them around specific holidays, not only Asian, but other international holidays like Carnival as well. Um, but, of course, it's hard to compete with uh, the carnival that takes That's place right. like at That's the shooters huge. and Adriana, <laughs> and she does all the la- the, uh, the samba and the carnival. Yeah. But anyway, the point is um, we decided to focus on, on a couple of key Asian holidays, one of them being the Seven Goddesses holiday that a lot of people don't know about. It's called Chishi, um, or it's also known as... Uh, uh, the cow herder and the weaver girl, hmm. and maybe some other time um, I can tell you the story. It's a little bit longer, and um, just a, it's a Chinese Valentine's Day. That's what it's called. And in 2014, it actually falls on my birthday. Is August. it celebrated in the whole country? <laughs> yes. Um, hmm. So next year it falls on August 2nd, and what it is, it's the seventh day of the seventh lunar month on the lunar calendar. And that's one of the holidays uh, that they're considering of having, like, some form of small celebration. And, of course, there's the Dragon Boat uh, Festival, which um, I believe that the Dragon Boat Organization here doesn't actually do the Dragon Boat races on the actual holiday uh, in no. Chinese. It's no. called Duanwujie. I don't know what it's called in other... 
I I think maybe September twenty first. Well, this this year September twenty first with the Dragon Boat yeah. Fate mm-hmm. race. But I think the uh, maybe next year a little bit similar time frame too. Hmm. Maybe that time, so it's not going to be August. But I think the uh, I thought he they were thinking about doing the night market on May seventeenth. They wanted to do uh, four part of, of them. the festival. Yeah, they wanted to do four of them. Um, okay. Of course, there's like a lot of logistical issues that you know they we have to figure out. They have to figure out. But um, but yeah, just one more holiday to mention. Uh, most of you probably know this one. It's the Moon Festival, also known as the Autumn Festival, and it's the, about uh, the good harvest and bringing in food and then making delicious mooncakes. Mooncake Festival. Yes, me. yes. And we were talking about um, having Michael Fleming, since he used to be a chef, to have him teach us how to make mooncakes because he said he actually made them when he visited China. So wow. you guys got him involved a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I heard you guys have a meeting and didn't know that you guys actually. Pull him in and say, "We want you to do this, 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 this." Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, somebody else invited him to the meeting. We just happened to start a conversation. Um, but other than that, uh, we're going to get ready to bring in our guest, Apophysis. So, let's welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU. For those of you just joining us, we're here every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And what we do is this is an hour-long program providing you an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community, their culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We're all volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And we're back here with Apophysis with Raymond. Hi, John. Hello, and Ty. Hi. So, um, you guys, what is apophysis? Well, a- any one of you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, John. Um, we were originally a dance crew formed um, with nine people back mm-hmm. when we were in high school, and we performed a uh, couple times for Asia, uh, cl- the Cleveland, Cleveland Asian Festival. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where we first performed, and then after that, um, we just kind of hung out a lot. And besides dance, we Um, we just kind of like support each other, whether like what wh- whatever we do. Um, some people sing, um, some people dance, and we just we're just a really cool group that likes to dance and hang out. Well, um, y- you know, uh, for those of you who haven't seen them perform, not only are they pretty awesome at it, but they are also a very Asian diverse group as well. So uh, I'm going to start with you, Raymond. Can you tell us where your family's from and a little bit about your history? Um, my family is from um, the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> so is Alex. And right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're from the Bicol province. I don't know if anyone knows that, but um, Bicol is a prominent province with a uh, very popular volcano called Mayon volcano. Ooh. Right. Right. I think it was actually one of the seven wonders of the world at was one it point. Really? Yeah, because oh, of sweet. its perfect cone shape. So. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Similar to Mount Fuji. Right. Really? Right. Mm. Interesting. So, were you born there? No, actually, I was born in um, Cleveland, Ohio, oh, and so I'm like the first generation of my family. Oh, really? Are you the youngest in your family? Yes, yes, are, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> are your siblings born over there? Or? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. So you, you were like the last one, right? <laughs> like I was, I made it. I made it across the sea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But have you ever been back there to visit? Um, recently, I have. Um, right after this semester ended, I left. On May twelfth for two weeks. That's right. I saw right. that on Facebook. Yeah, definitely a culture shock because last time I've been there was about thirteen years ago. So, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So everything wow, changed. It's a long time, oh right? Everything changed. So, what about you, John? Um, myself and my whole family were—we were all born in Korea, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually came over to the states in two thousand seven. So, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not a first generation. I'm not a second generation. My parents caught us 
us 1.5 generation because we're kind of in between. <laughs> and um, I was born in Seoul, Korea. Uh, mm-hmm. My sisters were born in Seoul. And I finished freshman year of high school there, and that's when I came over. Wait, you seriously, you came here in 2007? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> I mean, at least fresh. fresh. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Wait, hold. What's that? Shocking. Shocking. Oh. Shocking. Shocking. In a Korean accent. Oh. Is, it, <laughs> but, is, it, is it because of the English? Well, yeah. And also, oh. I remember seeing you, like, because you went to Seoul in high school, right? Yeah. And so did my yeah. brother and sister. So I, I remember seeing you around. So I mm-hmm. thought you were, you probably went through the entire Seoul in school system. So, <laughs> no. So. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I, I actually only spent two years there. Really? Yeah. Okay, I learned something about John today. Interesting. Right. <laughs> now, are you the youngest? No, I'm the oldest. In my oh, really? And that's right. And you're, you have two younger sisters that are twins? Mm-hmm. And they've danced with you before? Um, yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> at now, Oberlin. At Ober- oh, they go to Oberlin? No, we perform at Oberlin oh, that's College. Right. Yeah, so I invited these guys to perform at the uh, Middlebury Monterey Language Program um, that they have at Oberlin one year. And I, actually, I completely forgot about that. It was <laughs> pretty awesome. And uh, no offense to any of the girls, but besides the break dancers, I think that these three guys are probably better at doing K-pop than the girls. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> girls. You. I mean, You're so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. So. <laughs> There's some intrigue here. <laughs> All right, so finally, Ty, we didn't forget about you. I know. <laughs> Hi. Uh, my family are all from Vietnam. I'm, I'm from Vietnam, but my mm-hmm. parents are born in Vietnam. But my brother and I are born in Thailand, mm-hmm. and we, we moved to U.S. 2003, mm-hmm. and then ever since then, stayed in Parma and then moved to Seoul. And Only 2003. Parma, yes. Wow. I thought. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were around a lot longer too. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it's because I went, it's because I went to an international school in Thailand. Oh. Okay. They taught English. Well, I mean, not just that. I remember seeing you around. Yeah. I didn't like your hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just not talk about that. The polo, the jeans. No one liked Ty's hair. Yeah. I didn't like your face. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about the other members of your crew. And actually, I didn't know you lived in Thailand. That's interesting. 11 yeah. years. 11 years? Holy moly. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, tell us a little bit more about the other members of your crew. Like, what other nationalities do you have? Let's do one each. Okay. And you start. Um, I guess I'll do the knee sisters. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I'll do the knee sisters. They're um, Jasmine and Judy Nee from Richfield, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So um, they are Chinese. I want to say they're from the Fuzhou province. I think that's what it was. Uh, yeah, I think Fuzhou. so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, um, they're your crew members. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah, they're sisters. Um, Jasmine's my age. Judy actually just graduated 2012. So how do you know them, and how? what part of the dance? Do they choreograph, or what do they do in your crew? Um, funny part on how we actually met, um, Jasmine added me on MySpace. Because, oh, really? Yeah, like it was, it was like a weird way to do it. But um, MySpace, that's so old now. <laughs> right, right, like what's MySpace? What is MySpace? Oh, really, Alex, Good question. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have an account. Oh, actually, um, I remember you. You were right. with that Beachwood Chinese camp. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, you like your sister added me," and you're like, "Oh, I, I think I did on accident, but it's okay." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did I really say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I came out so like, wrong. Like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I, Raymond and I were never meant to be friends. I accidentally added him on MySpace. Oh, well, like, so that's the news. Look how it resulted. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So anything else else about Jasmine and Judy? Um, Jasmine actually attends uh, Benedictine, mm-hmm. uh, I almost said high school, Benedictine College in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, she started her own dance crew 
um, called the Ben Beats, oh, and cool. she's the leader and president of that. And then Judy is uh, she attends Loyola mm-hmm. in Chicago, and she is part of a dance crew, main, mostly Filipino. So yay! Yeah. And um, they're called Kappa Martin, Kappa Martin. And then she's also in break dancing, but. Um, she wasn't originally into b-boying and all that, so she decided to get into that in college. Cool. But yeah, so every now and then they'll try to choreograph dances for us. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, John? Uh, well, there's um, Anna Young, who is another girl in our group, and I actually go to school with her. Mm-hmm. Um, things about Anna, she uh, she's from Cleveland, I think. You think? Um, <laughs> She's actually from like Youngstown. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew she, I know she was from far away, but I just wasn't sure. Clearly, you don't know her enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah. So Anna and I, uh, I don't really know too much about her before college. I feel like I got to know her a little more after she we went to the same school, and she actually was part of um, this same dance performance that I was in this year mm-hmm. um, and she put on, put on a pretty good show okay and then we have do we are we talking about they're the, they're the Lou right? sisters yeah, the and then there's Cleve, or Brian Cleveland and, mm-hmm. um, and like Candace. Candace do you want to well, say like, like who we started out with um, you can I don't remember honestly oh. <laughs> well I, think I can talk about like the Lou twins Kayla okay. Lou and Claudia uh, Lou they're our new <coughs> New mm-hmm. two girl members. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say they are twins because their moves are very in sync. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. They learn really fast and yeah, they're making good progress. They're also in John's dance crew too in o- OSU. Oh, really? <laughs> Along yeah. with Anna. Oh, cool. Yeah. So are they Chinese or are they half Chinese and half Vietnamese? They have a lot of mix. <laughs> oh, really? Because I thought they looked very Chinese. Yeah, I think they're like 75% Chinese and 25% Viet. Yeah. Because they speak like Hawkinese, which is like Fukian, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I've only talked to them in passing, so right, right, maybe right, I will right. accidentally add them on Facebook. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell them. <laughs> no, I'll just say I meant to. But okay. Well, sorry. Keep going. And yeah, they're doing well. They're new. But now they're going to be part of our big family, Apophysis. Wonderful. Mm. And then you guys want to talk about the original members? Oh, yeah. Um, well, um, I know Rachel Wong was definitely part of us. Um She's gotten busier just because of school, and, like, she works a lot, like, full-time now, so she hasn't been able to mm-hmm. um, join us again. Um, there was also Helen. Helen, so I don't know why. <laughs> I think she went to school in Chicago, and we never heard from her. Right, again. right, yeah, <laughs> no, so I think that we took that as her parting. So okay. after that, we took in newer members, including the Lou Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Daiga Shinohara from oh, yeah. Copley. He's a b-boyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeke Tran from Akron. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole group of them from Twinsburg. We, we call that we call them second generation because they were like the newer <laughs> members right after the original. And the, they consist of Frank Liu, um, Cameron Beeson, uh, oh, yeah, Brian Cameron. Cleveland, Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, not Cameron, uh, <laughs> Candice, <laughs> Candice Wilder. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So what's really cool is that Cameron's actually part Japanese, and mm-hmm. then um, Frank is Chinese. And Brian and Candace are African American, right. but somehow you guys all come together to do like Asian hip hop dancing. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Now uh, we talked briefly about y- how you guys continue to dance even at college. So why don't we go to that point and um, excuse me? You, uh, can you guys tell me like where you go to school now, and what year you are, what you're studying? <coughs> go ahead. <Sorry>. Okay. <laughs> um, 
so I am a third year student at Cleveland State University. Third and senior. Ooh, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, no, we're like going into. Okay, so go going Vikings. into. Go Vikings. Yeah, woo. yeah. Um, And I am a linguistics major and an Asian studies minor. Wow, like that's so hard. <laughs> Come on, Raymond, you should challenge yourself. <laughs> I, bet, I, bet, I bet all her, all his papers are about the Philippines. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not. I don't write about the Philippines. All right, well, John. Um, I go to school at Ohio State University, and I am going to be a senior. And I am studying architecture. Um, continued. I plan to continue to pursue it, and yeah. Go Buckeyes. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I, my major is not as as intricate as Ray's. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's pretty um, pretty simple. Well, that's awesome. And then Ty? Uh, I go to Brandeis University in Massachusetts, close mm-hmm. to Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a pre-med student, so I'm a bio biology major and a chemistry minor. So I see a name tag that you're wearing from University Hospitals. Do you care to tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I'm working at University Hospital in the emergency department right now as a volunteer. Cool. And yeah, it's interesting, interesting there. But I noticed they have you wearing a collared shirt and black pants. Yeah, they want formal dress up. No scrubs or anything. No. So, are you doing anything hands on, like saving lives? Yeah, what do you uh, do? We're not allowed that, or else we're gonna get sued. <laughs> oh. oh, I see. Because okay, so you're not like an EMT. No, I'm okay. not allowed to do what, that. What do you yeah. do there, Ty? What What uh, are your uh, daily? Uh, I go there. I ask what they want. I like you know <laughs> <laughs> what they so want. You're their slave. You're like their office. Pretty slave. much. Pretty much. <laughs> what like a want? waiter. Like I can. <laughs> I can change their clothes. I can put clothes oh. on them. <laughs> like I can give them food. If they need your blood. If they need uh, your yeah, maybe that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, what, what's your blood type? Just in case we have an accident yeah, just in here. case. Um, <laughs> I have no idea, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, you're in a hospital. Oh. You should go get checked out. I know. I will check, get that checked yeah, out. Yeah, he's like, hey, good idea. And then <laughs> he slowly runs away and never talks to <laughs> him again. So. I think you're a B. A B? Or an A. B? Great, great, great. The two out of... Four choices. Good mm. job. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, there's positive and negative, so I think there's like a lot more choices. Mm. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, I think Aaron, my husband's AB negative, which is like the rarest kind. So. Mm. <laughs> but um, um, speaking of blood types, uh, this is kind of a side topic, but there used to be like uh, fortune telling in mm. Japan and some other Asian countries on uh, personality types based off of your blood type. Like the A type is really aggressive, which is where the term type A comes from. And the B type is supposed to be more mellow and backseat, which is where the term um, type B comes from. But then they also branched off to like A, B, and O and all these different mm-hmm. personalities. And like uh, right. you guys should, you guys can all Google it sometime. It's like a blood type personality or something like that. It's, it's a pretty interesting read. I don't know how much of it's true, but it's still something interesting. That's and interesting. they actually used mm-hmm. to do matchmaking based off of your blood type. Wow. So what? There's only four kinds, right? N- no. A, B, A, B, then O. And then O, yeah. Oh. And then there's positive and negative. Mm. Um, but uh, I guess the only important thing about matchmaking is if if it's uh, uh, one parent that's positive only, one parent that's negative only. Like, I think a child, there might be danger. Ty, you might, yeah. <laughs> He's nodding. <laughs> so there's, there's danger if the child is the opposite, yes, um, positive and negative, mother. of the mother. Because w- the mother's body will a- attack the child. Or vice versa, yeah. depending on which one's positive and negative. So and that would be bad. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go make sure to see if my husband is <laughs> negative or not, because I'm A-positive, mm-hmm. the most common mm-hmm. kind. So, <laughs> yeah. 
But um, but speaking of college, oh, what was it like growing up like in the greater Cleveland area and in, in America? Like, were there any social pressures and going to a better college? And what what was it like in a typical day? Did you play sports? Were you forced to do AP classes? Anybody jump in? <laughs> well, I played tennis in high school mm-hmm. because well, I was my parents just wanted my dad just wanted a partner to play in tennis, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. I played for the school and for. As it was fun. It was like there was no pressure for that. It was sports. You got to get active, mm-hmm. and also it looks good in you know uh, for and college. Yeah. And AP classes, um, I was ambitious, so I took more <laughs> APs. Now, was this you, or did your parents push you to do more? My parents never knew about APs at all, oh. since I'm the first generation B in America, <laughs> and they weren't. So mm-hmm. I just tried out like all the APs and see how it was, and it was an. So I was a guinea pig at the house so my, for my brother. Interesting. So what's your brother like? Uh, total opposite of me. Really? <laughs> he doesn't dance? No. No? He, he's <laughs> away from dance. He's all tennis. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Does he get good grades too? Yeah. Okay. So he's not completely opposite. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm imagining if you go to Brandeis and you're majoring in pre-med, you probably have to get good grades. <laughs> I better. You know. that wasn't really a joke but (laughs) but um but okay well john what about you what was it like growing up in your household uh i think my parents were pretty laid back about my education Mm -hmm. um i would typically come back from school and they would just kind of leave me alone to do whatever i wanted um i think i was involved a lot in in band in marching band Mm -hmm. so i spent two years in drumline in high school and yeah it was it was really fun um took up a lot of my time because um, you gotta like practice when you get home, and then yeah. you have after school practice. Um, you have performances, yeah. so that was that was cool. And I think when I wasn't playing drums, I was either playing games or I was dancing. With, <laughs> what with, games? <laughs> just like I computer, mean, computer games, games <laughs> a lot of like games. Minecraft, Starcraft, <laughs> Starcraft. Typical college kids, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> High school. But uh, what drum did you play? Marching band. I played. Um, I started out with cymbals because that's the first thing you, they put you on. <laughs> Are, is that the yeah, yeah, that's the monkey. Okay, and then I play um, the tenor drums. Um, it's it's actually four different drums in front of you, and you oh, play all four God. of them, mm. or four to six, depending on. Are they heavy? They're pretty. They're pretty. Really? Heavy. <laughs> yeah. So do you have to work out to like make sure you're strong enough? I think you just you just gain <laughs> the strength as you go because they they make you march with it, and you just kind of have to stand there because if you huh. don't, then you're gonna you know make a. Interesting. Yourself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, I know that for some Korean dances, the women, they actually strap drums to them, too. Was that, did that inspire your choice? I know this is like a very broad generalization. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's some sort of connection <laughs> that I don't know about. Well, you're not a woman, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, do guys in Korea dance with drums, too? Cause, um, we, we do dance with drums. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a traditional uh, drum corp, I'd say, that's comprised of three drums and one Two drums mm-hmm. and one's two cymbals, and um, they either sit down and perform or they can stand up and perform. What's that called mm-hmm. in Korean? Uh, it's called samul nori. Mm-hmm. It means mm-hmm. uh, play with four instruments. I think oh. literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, how does that work? How do they? It, well, I, I know you know you're a marching band, but uh, but in the Korean uh, dances, how do they strap the drums? Because it looks like it's it's not hanging, but it's not tied around the waist either. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I uh, this brings me back to middle school when I actually had to wear one of these and oh, perform. Oh, really? And I remember none of us knew how to, to do it, so it was the pr- the professor who or the teacher who strapped it all on us. We use um, long long straps of cloth, mm-hmm. and you go through the drum, 
through the cords of the drum and then like through your body and somehow it stays through on. Through your body. <laughs> wait, wait, do you want to well, <laughs> I like like around, around your arms, around your your legs, <laughs> around your around your <laughs> body, <laughs> not through your right, body. John, I think Raymond and I were thinking the wait, same thing. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Well, that that's wow, that's pretty cool. I don't Thai. Did you have to do anything traditional like that in Thailand or Vietnam? When Just you're thai, traditional Thai dance with golden fingernails. <laughs> oh, the really long. Yeah. Cur- oh my gosh. <laughs> I, the, didn't, I didn't know boys use those. Boys, you can use it too. Really? Yeah, it was interesting. But oh, I huh. thought it's only for uh, women. Yeah, and I thought it was only yeah, like when women were doing the Apsara dances. And yeah, they have to guy, do the really Yeah, guys had to do it oh, too. Can it you was show us a little bit. No, no. no. he's like no. No, we should take a video and put it on our next year Cleveland Asian Festival Thai. Yeah, solo. <laughs> we do remember stuff. So yes. I have Ooh. a wig if you want to dress like a girl. It'll be perfect. Great. Because if you guys know Alex Avisto, he dressed like a girl at my wedding. Right. So <laughs> we were there. That's we were right. There. Yeah, that's right. Guessing who the maid was. Yeah. That's was. Yeah, that's actually um, the little you know side story here is um, sometimes in um, I think Southern Chinese weddings, like uh, they have a game where the groom has to guess the bride amongst all the bride bridesmaids, and they're all wearing red dresses, and they have like a red solid veil, and it's it's, it's not as easy because the, the the dresses are usually baggier and they hide the form. So you have to guess on height and shoes. So <laughs> so we had um, we had something similar in my wedding last year, and we actually got a boy to dress like a girl too in a bride's dress. So <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> you guys all look impressed. You were like. Oh, that's right, because I had my sister ask you guys to do it, too. Yeah. But you guys didn't do it. That's why they're not laughing. I oh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. We tried uh, to avoid that. Yeah, that's why they're like, I hope she doesn't remember. Yeah, I'm mad at you guys now. <laughs> I'm joking. But, okay, Raymond, you. Did you have to do anything traditionally Filipino as a kid? Um, Actually, that's... I want to say that's how I started with dance, even, because mm-hmm. my cousin was a dance instructor. Mm-hmm. So, and she still teaches today. She teaches, like, Hawaiian now. No way. Yeah, yeah. Is she part of one of the uh, hula groups uh, in Cleveland? <laughs> no, she's in Can- They live in Canada. Oh, okay. Right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's, like, her and, like, the rest of my, like, my aunts and stuff, they're, they're part of, they, they're in charge of the Filipino school. Mm-hmm. Like, how there's a Chinese school in Solon, mm-hmm. there's a Filipino school in their city in uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. So, they're in charge of that. So, my cousin does the dancing and um it actually started with my cousin when my cousins would get married during their uh weddings um we would do pr- traditional filipino dance um i think alex knows it's called tinikling that's great that's great. bamboo yeah yeah, yeah. 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 several like, performers like, in cleveland asian festival who performed at uh that's death cool. defying dance death right defying. you can lose limbs and fit for uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was scared because like they told me to go through it and i'm like no i'm like i'm not gonna use my feet anymore uh, i guess uh <laughs> can to people who don't know what we're talking about pretty much you have like really long bamboo poles and then you have what about four people on on either side usually they pair them Um, them. it's like a giant square they make a giant square and what you do is you clap the bamboo poles together in different Mm. rhythms and you have to join between the poles as they clap you don't really lose your limb but you could sprain your ankle the more advanced ones they go to (laughs) the center of like you know cross Cross, uh, crossly uh, set up bamboo Mm -hmm. the basic ones are just two bamboos Mm -hmm. but if you like to go to uh, advanced dancing then you got four bamboos and the center one is the dead zone I think there's more than four I think it's like four people so that's eight yeah they like usually <laughs> have team poles yeah <laughs> like two cool. two pairs like perpendicular and then yeah. the dancers would even like go around in circles around it oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. i've like, seen this when i was in the philippines last year there's like mm-hmm. uh two sets of bamboo and there's like four pairs dancing on 
on oh, each no side. It's like, it's crazy because they were doing it at the same time. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. It's cool because they don't even look at the floor and they're just like dancing yeah. and stuff and I'm like, your feet, your feet, your feet. How, how do they know? I mean, is there like a rhythm that they have to do that's, yeah. that's set? Like it okay. starts out and then like I guess that you have to like memorize like the pattern it goes through and that's when you like yeah. jump in. and It starts slowly and then it goes faster and faster. Mm-hmm. So Raymond, is there a Filipino school here that teaches that? <laughs> I wish. I'd be going there. <laughs> but, <there's> so, <laughs> but when you did it as a kid, did you do it with only two bamboos or did you I actually do it- was... Yeah, we did the two bamboo. We only did two, okay. but I wasn't actually part of it. I know my brother was did did it, and like I guess I was too young for it at the time. Oh, you didn't if want to lose sense. your foot, <laughs> right? Right. But my brother, but my brother, but he could lose his foot. <laughs> but um, I guess this question is probably posed more for Raymond. But growing up here as a little kid, did you feel like you were different than uh, the kids you went to school with? I mean, I'm not too familiar with the broad. Wait, you grew up in. Brexville, I actually right. grew up in Parma. Oh, you did? Oh, right. okay. Parma. It's the yeah. best city. The best city in Cleveland, Parma. Yeah. Alex lives there, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's very central. I like the location. Right, right. But did you notice any form of, like, prejudiceness or difficulty growing up? Were there, like, any issues um, fitting in? Um, uh, this no. is kind of funny. <laughs> um, no, I, I remember um, the infamous bowl cut. And oh, I would get yeah. I would get made fun of for the bowl cut. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, they called me Mushroom Head. Oh, for the bowl <laughs> cut. Yeah. And um, what else? Um, I remember I went over, I slept over my friend's house, like my neighbor. And um, I remember asking, like, where's the rice one time? Like, for, like, <laughs> dinner, for, like, a sleepover. <laughs> it, was, it was different. And, like, peeling, I'm, like, used to peeling shrimp with my hands. And mm-hmm. then everyone peels with forks, I guess. That's and, like, correct. I just, like, tore away at it. <laughs> like a cannibal. It was great. Did they look at you? Yeah, well, they were just like, oh, like, is that what you do? And I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you guys are relatively younger, so it's harder to kind of ask. But, you know, sometimes the people who are a little bit older, they, there were some difficulties growing up for them. And actually, the bowl cut, I, I thought it was popular for a while, like right. when you were a kid. So yeah. shouldn't you be calling everybody mushroom head that had the bowl cut? Right. So. <laughs> no, but I guess people back then were like gel, even as children. So there was me. just Gel? What, what, what? Like hair gel and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, how old are you? <laughs> Wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember when I was in eighth grade, the bowl cut was extremely popular, but you right. would have been. Wait. Well, I'm 21 now. Okay. So, so subtract. <laughs> subtract like. You would have been five. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you were five, the bowl cut was very popular, but okay. I don't think we're talking about the same time. Right, before, right. So. I think it was when I was eight. Uh, That's like the farthest memory I could have of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but all right. Um, uh, Ty and uh, John, did you guys, ex- you know, besides me being mean to you, <laughs> <laughs> because I was protective of my little sister. I didn't know who you guys were back then. Um, but, you know, you're just boys who came around a lot. But I guess, <laughs> you know, I'm not really her mom. Um, but did you guys have any difficulty fitting in? I mean, when I met you, your English was awesome already. So I thought you were, you've been here all your life. So did you have any problems fitting in? Notice any issues? I think for me... It wasn't m- more of the language, but it was more of the culture because mm-hmm. I had come from 12 years of being in Korea mm-hmm. and then it was just completely new. Everyone spoke English, everyone like played basketball, mm-hmm. um, p- people played football. And I remember at, like I was at my first football game, I just had no idea what was going on. I had the person <laughs> next to me explain why they're running back and forth. Um, but I think, I think I was just really hesitant to make friends because... We just seem to like different things, mm-hmm. and 
when I was just like fresh from Korea, um, I really didn't know like who I guess to trust because I came. I think I was a little afraid when I came because I had heard stuff about America like like drugs and They're stuff. All true. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, so I was a little I was a little anxious, but then um, I think um, I think knowing English helped me get past those barriers a lot. Mm. So I, th- for me, I feel like my high school years, I didn't have that many difficulties fitting okay. in. I mean, did, did dancing with a group of other uh, equally Asian diverse groups help you to see how people were fitting in here? <laughs> I think um, I think so. I think it uh, brought like new perspective into how Asians who aren't Korean are like doing socially and how they fit in, what they do for fun. Mm-hmm. So it was really it was really interesting for me when I first saw Ty and Ray and, and us dancing because I, I hadn't danced in <laughs> Korea and I oh, really? had never danced in Korea huh. and I never thought that I would dance when I came to the, the States so it was really interesting yeah it was what I thought was interesting was you guys practicing once uh, it was to a Chinese song but none of you are Chinese I was like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because like do any of you know what they're singing no uh, Ming Ding Ming Ding I don't I don't remember was it the one you performed for the wedding yeah was it no it started off like this or something Ooh, or that? something like this, <laughs> or you were you were kind of mm-hmm. like, and then you had one leg up, like you were trying to do a yoga pose, and then I don't remember. This was a while ago. This was before the wedding. So. Oh, okay, okay. But um, when performing, do you guys need to understand what the song is telling you, or do you just go by the beat, by the beat, rhythm, or melody of the music? Well, um, obviously, if they uh, don't understand the Chinese song, <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead, Ty. <laughs> I think it's all of them combined. Sometimes we just search up what the Chinese like the lyrics meant mm-hmm. so we can like know how to feel and then like know how to express it right, right. so it's all together that we dance to mm-hmm. I, I I was just thinking about you working with Jane on that one, one oh rock God. song I was like there's this this is so hard to do a pop dance to a rock song yeah so what was the name of that song again according to you oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. not an easy one to dance to in a, in a concept way mm-hmm. but um but yeah, I guess my question is, what was it like going to school in Korea? How different was it than your experience here in America? Well, in Korea, it's a lot more academically heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something interesting about Korea is everything you learn in school, you've already learned because your parents, they send you to these, these academies that teach you everything beforehand. Oh. So when you go to school and you, you sit in like classes, you already know what the teacher's talking about. Um, and your only goal is to get good grades and, and that's an, what the, the academy does for what's you. an example of a class like give us an example of a class that you you already know alex is asking you to give an example of a class yeah, um, is there like a calculus academy like or? is there a calculus academy <laughs> i oh. guess tell us a little bit more about the academies are they like okay. tutoring classes or are they what what are they exactly i guess they're more like like smaller schools um so there, there are a lot of different types. There are like English academies, um, there are math academies. Some teach like many different subjects, like Korean, um, writing, reading, and they're, they're all different. But I think one of the biggest ones is math. Mm-hmm. And you have people who are in seventh grade who are doing like tenth grade math, yeah. and, and that's like normal. That's the same in China. My cousins mm-hmm. were like so much further than me. I felt stupid every year yeah, yeah, the back. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, um, but like, I mean, you would obviously have school during your regular school hours, but would you go to this after school hours, or do you have certain days you take off of school and you go? Or it's um, You attend school regularly, and then mm-hmm. um, a typical student schedule is after school, you go straight to the academies. Mm-hmm. Um, you stay there till like, however 
much you choose to stay. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just kind of like one hour or uh, group tutoring, right? Is yeah. That, is that how? In a okay, sense. that's interesting. Um, but I guess Ty, did you have to do something similar too at your international school? Well, we didn't have to go to after school, but our <laughs> classes it was around like an hour long, and we have like a lot of classes. It started from like seven a.m. Mm-hmm. to like four p.m. So it was really long, but it's just hammer hammering like homeworks down and down. Math was ridiculous. Yeah. The amount of work we had to do. Reading and writing was not as much because mm-hmm. because you know they didn't emphasize it much. But science, math, all mm-hmm. the other ones they em- emphasize a lot. What about sports? I d- never heard that you guys mentioned anything about sports in the school system. Alex is asking about uh, sports in the school system in uh, Thailand, uh, Vietnam, Korea, and I was going to say the <laughs> Philippines. <but laughs> the Philippines <laughs> have a pretty good sports program in the high school, uh, okay. grade school. We get varsity. Uh, yeah, because I, I played uh, varsity soccer. So oh. This, oh. The, oh. normally after classes, uh, kids are encouraged uh, to play sports. So I was wondering, I'm curious about the differences in Korea and Vietnam. So I guess... John, do you want to go first? Yeah, I remember the only sports teams we had in middle school were the soccer team and the ice hockey team. And oh. even ice hockey, ice really? Hockey, yeah. No <laughs> ice hockey, I'm yeah. surprised. It's actually, um, it doesn't seem like it'd be popular in Korea, but it's like, I, I know it's the only two sports teams and it's soccer and ice hockey. They're just completely different. Um, but uh, they, they, are, they actually like sleep in school and they stay in school. And even in high school, I don't think we had any other school sponsored teams mm-hmm. um football was crazy when i came to the states because in korea you actually only have one big um space in front of your school you don't have like a track you don't have a football field interesting, interesting. And yeah and so wow. yeah but okay thailand or our school thailand. <laughs> <laughs> sorry thai from thai. thailand yes. okay people get mistakes like that. um well for my school it's international so we have all t- like variety of sports any ice hockey? Uh, ice we hockey? don't have <laughs> ice hockey. Apparently. Sucks. Uh, we have track, soccer, basketball, badminton. Ping pong was big. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else did I say? Swimming. We also have swimming. Yeah. It was a lot of variety of sports. And every year, our, each grade, they would have divided into four different teams. Yellow, red, blue, and green. Mm-hmm. So you the, the colors. So the teams, they play against each other. You need to talk into the microphone. The team, <laughs> they play against each other, and, like, the champions, they get, like, a prize for the whole class. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It's like an inter-school. Inter intramural? Intramural Intra- school. Intramural. Yeah, intramural. Oh, and then now, after I left the school, they are having against other schools. Interesting. Wow. So but was there any tennis? Some tennis. Some te- not, 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 like, here. No. So how did your dad get into tennis, then? Uh, Well, he was in... He did masters in the Asian Institute of of Technology AIT in mm-hmm. Thailand, and well, he just started playing tennis like with his friends as like for fun. And then when he came here, like he had no friends, oh. so he didn't have anyone to play tennis with. So he just started training me and my brother to play tennis. Um, you know, earlier uh, John told us he's from Seoul, and you told us you were from. What's that place called? <laughs> Parma? Originally? No, no, no. In, in the Bravi Philippines. Oh, Bicol, sorry. Bicol. Bicol. B-I-C-O-L. Yeah, Bicol. B- P or B? B as in boy. B-I-C-O-L. I'm going to have to Google that later. Yeah. But Thai, what part of uh, Vietnam and Thailand are you from? I'm from Hanoi. 
Oh, the capital. Oh, cool. Capital. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And then, uh, what part of Thailand did you? I was born in Bangkok. Yeah. The capital also. The capital. Bam. Oh wait. So your parents are from Vietnam. I'm sorry. I was only half listening. So, <laughs> <laughs> or, or I just forgot. So your parents are from Vietnam, and then you were born in Thailand. Yeah, they your moved brother. to Thailand, so I was born there. That's cool. Well, I didn't know that. That's where it's happening, Bangkok Is and it? Hanoi. <laughs> Have you ever been to those places? No, but I've heard a lot about oh. them. Some can't be mentioned on radio. Um, okay, let's, let's let's move on from let's there. Move then. On. <laughs> so, have any of you other ever visited a country besides where you're from? Um, yeah, uh, after I graduated, I, me and my advanced art class, we went to um, Spain, Italy, and Spain, Spain, Italy, and France. For Actually, I meant nice. like I meant like in Asia. Have you ever been to Korea or Thailand or Vietnam? Um, I I've been to Japan. Oh, that counts. Yeah. Tell us about your experience. Um, well, I got off an airplane and, a, and I got another. <laughs> so. I was about to mention that <laughs> because I also go to Japan whenever I leave right, and go to the airport. Was that the Narita? What is it called? Yeah, we went yeah. to Narita, Narita yeah. and Nagoya. Did you okay. go out of the airport? Just, just, just. Great. Yeah, did you, did you leave the airport? <laughs> no. Okay, well then stop I mean, talking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, the Japanese airports are, are very clean. They're, yes. The security is Their McDonald's is weird. <laughs> There's eggs and all the burgers. but yeah. Toilets on the floor. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, but what about you guys? I've actually been to the Philippines. Oh, mm. look at that. Oh, so nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where in the Philippines, Manila? Yeah, you guys all have to go visit Korea. I actually mm. don't remember the place that I went, but I remember <laughs> it was, um, if the Philippines is a bunch of islands and I was... Um, There's 7,100 islands. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 I was uh, on an island that was north, on the northwest, mm-hmm. somewhere over there. Palawan. Huh? Palawan must must be Palawan. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> should look really it up. Nice find there. your plane ticket. I, I should, <laughs> but I remember it was it was uh it was really really rural. There mm-hmm. uh there were villages and pe- we actually got to ride horses from village to village. No way. And I remember oh the food was just delicious. Yeah, actually oh, we were talk we're gonna talk don't about food right after <laughs> Ty tells us. So I'm like Ray. All airports. <laughs> <laughs> reje- we were rejected to have temporary visa in mm. Japan because really? we already scheduled like a t- like a five hour tour in Japan, but they didn't let us. Oh, mm. so it sucks. was suck. Yeah. yeah, sucks. Well, why did they deny it? Or because they didn't. That policy didn't like apply anymore. It w- oh. it was it worked before, mm-hmm. but the moment we came there, like they so already they changed, changed the policy. It. Wow, yeah. that so sucks. Tough yeah. luck. Yeah. Well, you can come to China sometime. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the visa policy in China? Um, I have mine. That's all I know. Saving <laughs> <laughs> money. Yeah, I, I think I think they are a lot looser now. You can have like a five year visa with multiple um, entries. It used to be like you only apply for a single entry, but it's changed recently. I don't know the details. I'll have to look it back up. But I wanted to ask you guys about food because I know Jane talks about eating pho <laughs> at your house. Of Jane course. talks about oh. eating at your house. Jane. Must have talked about eating at your house. <laughs> I don't remember because I ate at your house. Right. Yeah, you did. But I don't you even did. remember what I ate. So. Mm. Yeah. But um, you first because I always start with Ray. Right. Yeah. So Vietnam, we have traditional. No, pho. no, no. I mean, do you cook? <laughs> oh, I do. do I cook. Do you cook? <laughs> um, not that much. No. All the cooking goes to my mom. Oh well, what does she cook? Uh, she cooks both Thai and Vietnamese cuisine. 
And of course, you guys know the famous Vietnamese cuisine as well. That mm. these guys enjoy all the time when they come over. Love it. So, so how good. does your mom make it? Like, what's so special about it that that I have to come over and try it sometime? Because yes, everybody's like, do. it's the best. So. You do. Uh, she takes around eight hours to make the soup, and close to a day, and then like maybe we should interview her sometime. <laughs> right, bring her in. Guys, <laughs> like I don't know, it's magic. <laughs> Eight hours. Of I tried it and it <laughs> failed and it smelled like cinnamon. Nice. So that's not, that's not <laughs> cinnamon pho. Actually, it would be interesting to have your mom in here. I I spoke with her before and she used to be a doctor in Vietnam. Mm, so. Pediatrician. Yeah, and it would be interesting. An interesting conversation with her. So, mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll see if we can bring her in. Um, oh, I was going to ask you guys about the Korean Association and whatnot and the Filipino and Vietnamese, but we are running a little bit low on time, so let's just. John, do you cook anything? I do. I actually get all my recipes from my mom. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and since Korea is such a soup-heavy culture, I know how to cook like five different soups. So are you going to have a party and cook for us? Um, yeah, John. Yes. Uh, I could. <laughs> yes. Soup party. Alex yes. is going to invite himself. <laughs> you know my last name actually means soup. Yeah, Tang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just by the way. <laughs> no, actually, you said, you said candy. Oh, so Tang. Yes, there you go. Raymond used to be my Chinese student. Woo woo. I'm allowed to correct him. I know. <laughs> but but th- are there any like unique recipes that you come up with on your own? There, um, there is actually. I've <laughs> I've tried and Korean many. recipes. <laughs> oh, Korean recipes. Yes. Um, <laughs> your own version of spaghetti doesn't count for this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know my friends tried like kimchi spaghetti, but that's hmm. that's like fusion. Uh, I think I've experimented with. Uh, there's this uh, thing called pepper paste that's really spicy and it's Korean. And I dip uh, pork in there, and I cook it, and it doesn't taste that good. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you failed. So failed mm-hmm. experiment. Yep. Right. But they'll keep trying, and then we're going to have a party where these three guys are going to cook for us. Or right. Ty's mom will cook in his place. Ty's mom <laughs> <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raymond? Um, I actually uh, um, learned how to cook from my parents, because I, I, I spend a lot of time with them since I'm the youngest. And um, What's the name of the dish? Yeah. Well, I love cooking sinigang. What is that? That's um, good. It's like a... It's like a sour soup. I want to say we. It's like usually soured. Uh, the sourness comes from tamarind, and like you soak that in there, and mm. it's usually like pork or beef, and then with potatoes, um, cabbage, and beans. That's how like we cook you it. You can do it with salmon too. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. If you invite Alex to parties as he's bringing salmon, make sure you have to tell him that it's cooked. I invited wow. him to Aaron's birthday party, and he's like, "I'll bring salmon." I had to cook it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to debone it. I had to oh. de-skin it. <laughs> like literally a fish. It was, it was just like a hunk of uh, salmon with the bones. Oh. <laughs> the question is, I, brought, the like I, I brought a salmon, right? Yeah. yeah like, he did not lie. <laughs> <laughs> he did lie. But, uh, but sorry, Raymond. Um, oh, fine. Keep going. Anything else? Um, lumpia. Um, I know how to cook adobo. What is that? Pork adobo? It's, I don't even know how to describe it. That's a national disc made of um, soy sauce and pepper and garlic. Vinegar. Interesting. And vinegar. vinegar. And um, it's cooked differently in different regions. Right, right. Well, I guess this means that we're definitely going to have the party with you guys yes. cooking. We'll arrange it. And yeah. you guys are like secretly thinking, oh, hopefully it's when we go back to school. We're not in school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here sadly. Like I'll, gra- I'll like, drag them. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. And we are at the end of our hour uh, this week. So thank you very much, uh, Raymond, John, and Ty. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, w- I almost got your names out of order. But um, yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, will be uh, on air very soon. And next week, we're going to have Rosalie with some uh, Asian instruments with us. Thank you very much. And tune in next week to Asia Town Voice. Thank you. Bye, Thank guys. You. Bye. Bye. <laughs>